Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alfstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Alvstead, sitting down again with co-host Keith Myers. Welcome into the show. Let's talk NFL playoffs. I know. We're getting close. We're um, The playoff picture was so muddled for so long, and it's starting to, to, we're starting to get some clarity. Let's just say that. It, it kind of looks like we, we know who is going to make it and who isn't. Um, much better than we've had at any point, but there's still a lot of teams in contention, which makes this year kind of fun. Yeah, interesting. Well, why don't we start with the AFC? Yeah. Um, it seems like that's kind of settled out earlier this year than the NFC. And it seems like uh, there's been a slight shift of overall power in the mm-hmm. NFL towards the AFC, the more consistent teams at the top there. Um, probably overall better teams, I would argue, this year. Uh, in the AFC overall than the NFC. Um, what are your thoughts just in general of what you kind of see? I would say the I would say the opposite of that. I think they really? the, NFC, the NFC has uh three or four teams at the top um that are really yeah, good. I can see that and then, I can and then see a that. bunch of mediocrity. Whereas in the AFC all of the top teams are flawed. Um, that is true, Keith. So. Yeah, that is true. And including Kansas City. I mean, yeah. Kansas City at 10 and four, um, definitely in the playoffs, number one seed overall. But they had a, a stretch this year, uh, especially early, Keith, where mm-hmm. they didn't even look like they were going to be in contention at all. And then they started winning halfway through the season and have kind of kept that going now sit at 10 and four. And the number one seed. Yeah, their defense has really figured it out, which is kind of weird because they looked bad on defense early on. And, and now they... They put together some uh, some pretty good uh, wins, and uh, then yeah, at one at, point they were three and four. I know. Um, and now they're ten and four. Yeah, that's a so, that's a nice run. <laughs> yeah. So looking at, um, I mean, they have they have more wins than anyone. So it uh, just looking at the at the 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 teams they've beaten, how many wins they have. Um, it's 74. That's the, the best in, in the NFL, but they've also got more wins than any other team in the AFC. Um, so you kind of look at it, you start looking at the strength of victory in terms of just winning percentage. Cause I think that evens it out a little bit more and they are, you know, they're number one They're They, they've beaten, so, they've beaten the best. They've beaten better teams than any of the other teams that we consider good. Now, I don't know exactly where Kansas city is going to be on the COVID-19 situation this week. Uh, they had some early guys that went on the list and depending on how things go by this weekend and getting those guys back, Travis, Kelsey, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Hill, uh, those guys are going to be instrumental to getting past the Steelers this week, although the Steelers have kind of had their issues as well and hadn't didn't look good in their last game, so um, that'll be that'll be an interesting matchup if Kansas City can get past the Steelers, and if the Chargers lose to the Texans, the 
um, the first round buy is theirs. Yeah. So, so, and then they, they've got the Bengals and the Broncos remaining as well. The Bengals uh, should provide an interesting matchup for them, but that should, that should be a fun one. But the Kansas city is looking at having some stuff wrapped up um, by the time that Broncos game rolls around. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much of those guys are going to play. Now let's talk about flawed teams in the AFC and you can start right at the, at the second seed currently right now with the new England Patriots. Yeah. So um, sitting at nine and five, they're going to be in the playoffs. There's just no question about it. Um, but if they have to face the Bills and they're you know out of their own division in the first round, that that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah, and it's it's a hard. Um, I mean, it's hard to say what how that's going to go. Uh, Buffalo started out the year as just being looking like an elite team, and they've mm-hmm. completely fallen apart, including a loss to New England when New England threw three passes in that game um, in the snow. So we we kind of see how that rolls. But you know, Buffalo is a team that has the talent. They need to figure out what's going on and and, and kind of fix what's going on there. But they look like a team that's going to make the playoffs. They're currently. Um, the seventh seed at they eight and are. six, but they almost have a 50 50 shot at still taking the division because they play the Patriots, yep, they play the Falcons and the Jets. So they're mm-hmm. literally looking at possibly having 11 wins while yep. the Patriots still need to, um, you know, to get through their teams the Bills, the Jaguars, the Dolphins. Obviously, the Bills is the toughest matchup there, however. Um, there's just no guarantees. And so New England could really fall off, even with one loss against the Bills, they could drop uh two or three seeds. Yeah. The um uh the Bills, you know, they've they have the best point differential of any team in the league at a hundred. Yeah, I just can't figure them out, one. Keith. They they when they win, they blow teams out. Um, and when they lose, they lose close games. And, and that's really what it comes down to. They, it's just a weird, uh, they're a very weird team and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of them. Um, I will say with the Patriots, cause we were kind of on the Patriots <laughs> we got off them, their strength of victory is the weakest of all the playoff teams. Um, other than Indianapolis, they are probably the most dangerous team in the AFC in the playoffs to face. Because they have an experienced quarterback and a really decent defense, um, with the point differential, is going to be a difficult matchup for anybody. You're talking about Buffalo, the, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, yes. I was thinking going back to I was thinking going Sorry. back to New going back to New England. Yeah. They have, um, other than Indianapolis, they have the weakest strength of victory. Um, meaning they've got a bunch of wins, but they've got a yes, bunch of wins right. by playing bad teams. Um, yes. And that's so, that. That's the interesting thing when you talked about the NFC and the AFC earlier. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 sitting at nine and five and being the second seed in the, in a division in a entire conference is just not a great situation. I mean, New England could very well win out and and be there and, and improve over time and and be a twelve win team, but. It, it's a highly flawed 12-win team. If they it's a highly that. flawed 12-win team that's gotten to where they are now by beating a bunch of bad teams. Um, kind of reminds and, me of the Seahawks last year. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a team that got to 12 wins. that um, In the second half of the season, beat a bunch of bad teams. They beat a bunch of bad teams and really wasn't nearly as good as their record. And Right, um, and got New, blown out in the first round. 
New England kind of looks like this year's um, version of that because, you know, they look at Tennessee, right? Tennessee's the team underneath them this third. Um, they're both at nine and five, right? And um, Tennessee's appoint, uh, opponents that they've beaten have eight more wins. So what that means is of, of those nine victories, right, um, they're playing against better teams in each of them on average, um, and yet they're still winning. And Tennessee's a flawed team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it just goes to show you that I mean, if we view the Tennessee Titans as, as a flawed team, they've got the same record as New England while playing better teams playing against better teams. Um, and that should tell you something about New England uh, because with the schedule that they've played, yeah, they've racked up some wins, but it's they've racked up some wins against bad teams. I mean, you get to play the Jets twice a year. Um, you get to play Miami twice a year. That's a very few other teams get that kind of break. Where they get to play, you know, that four games against bad teams every year, um, and usually, and until the last couple of years, Buffalo has been that, in that exactly that, that, that too. But th- we're only talking about this year, um, and Buffalo is actually, I think, better than their record. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, it's it it's just they're a weird team. Uh, New England is Tennessee's a weird team, um, as they've gone from being looking like the number one seed and the dominant team to it'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting matchup in a non-conference game against the 49ers this week. Um, You know, we'll talk about the NFC in a a minute and the 49ers role in the upcoming playoffs, but Mm -hmm. um, that'll be an interesting matchup because Tennessee has an underrated defense. They've continued to run the ball pretty effectively without Henry this year, but their passing game is really kind of, hit yeah. and miss and that's I mean, where that's, the titans have fallen off that's the thing with with uh ryan Tannehill is he was never going to be that guy um that patrick mahomes that aaron Rodgers, russell wilson type of guy that's going to carry your team but with a dominant running game with henry and all the play action stuff that they do his ability to make plays to extend plays um, to show some of that athleticism to to pick up first downs here and there when things break down um, was what was care it was carrying that team. I mean, he 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 was what they he was a great fit. But without Henry, they're, yeah, they're running the ball still effectively, but the rest of the offense around it isn't working as well. Um, and I, I really think that has to do with teams aren't loading up the box to stop the run the way they had to against Henry. Um, and so Tannehill's just got fewer options and um, it's starting to show a little bit. And it, it, I think it really shows for them, their net point differential, despite being four games above 500 is only plus 28. Now a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. 
If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I mean... New England is plus 140. The Buffalo is plus 151. Yes, right. Tennessee is plus 28. So that that that's uh, that's scary to me. If I'm looking at that team and thinking, wow, that's a team that can make a run, I don't know if that's true. What do you what do you make of the Cincinnati Bengals? So the Cincinnati Bengals are highly flawed at 8 and 6, but they mm-hmm. benefited from another highly flawed team this year in their own conference in the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, and Baltimore's loss to the Packers last week along with um, with the Bengals over Denver, helped the Bengals sit atop that division and thereby having the number four overall seed. However, they are also equally um, susceptible right now to losing to the Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns coming up and being completely eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, I like Cincinnati. They're a great story. They're a great young roster with a bunch of uh, young, hungry players. I think they're a year away. Um, I think they need another off season of tape watching and improvement. They need to infuse, um, you know, that <clears throat> roster with a little bit more talent, um, and then they're going to be ready to make a run. Um, but they're fun. That's a fun team um, to yeah. watch. And so, yeah, I've, Joe Burrow um, and, and company is is a great. I'm glad that he's come back from his injury. He had a great season. Um, a lot of a lot of future potential there. I, I agree with you. I think they do need a little bit more time, mm-hmm. especially on defense. They just yeah. really need to come together on defense. I think the offense will come along. Uh, it, it's it's a tough division with the yeah. Ravens, um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. How about yeah, they, Indianapolis? So Indy's Indy is I every week I look at these standings and I look at Indy and I you know watch. Um, some are all of their game and, and I'm just like, I don't understand how they're in this because they're really not that good. I, th- of a football I think team. they're a, they're a better team than Cincinnati. I don't know if that's true. I think that they are. I think that they are because, um, I like the Titans and the Titans were always going to have the gift of that division, but I think the Colts are just a better team, but I'm, I'm just, I've never been convinced of the quarterback situation there um and i just i think that the the colts are definitely a playoff team and i'm not i'm not so sure about cincinnati especially with the remaining schedule with the ravens chiefs and browns i think that the you know the indianapolis colts have an easier schedule they do play the cardinals this this coming weekend but after that it's the raiders and jaguars i do think that the the colts definitely get to 10 wins they definitely get this you know, five, six, or seventh seed, I think, in the AFC. And I think once they're there, 
um, they have a chance to win a game. I don't see them going beyond that. I really don't. See, I think the chart or not uh, um, the Colts are massively overrated in terms of um, where people are looking at their record and they're like, "Hey, they're eight and six. They're right there with Cincinnati and and Buffalo and these other teams, and they're they've kind of gone on this where they've won pretty regularly recently." They have the weakest strength of victory of any team in the NFL that has more than three wins. Um, right, because you can have like Houston, which has three wins, but who have you they? Can only, you know, you can only play teams. teams that are in front of you. You're right. Um, and they've, pl- they've played teams in front of them, and they're one game over 500 despite playing the w- weakest schedule yeah. um, possible. Well, and, they're eight and six. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, we, they lose one more game, they're a 500 team. Uh, of that, of the t- games that they've played. Um, and so they've, yeah, they've got eight wins, but they've got eight wins against the absolute just bottom feeders of the NFL. Are the, are the Chargers the better eight and six team? Yeah. I mean, the Chargers are flawed in that their um, their defense can't stop the run. Like at all, like any any team that that's throwing the ball against the Chargers uh, as part of their game plan needs a new offensive coordinator because they're off their their run defense is so bad. Um, you can just you just need to go in and, and run the ball against them and, and make their life miserable. But you know they've got eight wins. Okay, so here's a way to think of it: um, eight wins between the Chargers and the Colts. Right, both of them are eight win teams. Um, the teams the Chargers have built have 56 total wins. The, G- the teams India's um, beat has 43 total wins. Yeah, right. Right? So that means the Chargers have beaten better teams. They've beaten significantly better teams along the way to that same record. And that's why I think the Chargers have been better. Plus the Chargers' offense is just better. It's just fun. It's fun. It's it's dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Her- Justin Herbert is a yeah. He's, he's legit. A, he's a legit. Uh, which goes to show you just how bad. Um, I think his name was Arroyo, the offensive coordinator at Oregon. Was at he made this kid who has been phenomenal at the yes. NFL level look yes. like maybe he was pedestrian. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that, that goes to show you a little bit of, of that, and but Justin Hubert wasn't quite ready, just wasn't quite ready at Oregon and know. he was ready. He was ready to be a pro Yeah, when he, when he landed, he was, and the yeah. second year is really taken off. It's just amazing to watch. Yeah. Just fun player to watch. Yep. Um, okay. So we let's shift our. We already kind of talked about Buffalo. Um, I do want. I, I do think that we shouldn't. We should shouldn't get out of this without mentioning Baltimore. Yeah, that's ba- true. Baltimore's eight and six, along with Buffalo. Uh, and they have the, a chance to take over right the, the division lead and get Buffalo them. Chargers, Indy, and Cincy are all eight and six, along with Baltimore. They're the one eight and six team that's not in the playoffs. So, they, and it's all just tiebreakers. Um, the defense is still good. The offense is not. Um, but it, you know, depending on, you know, what's going on with Jackson and all of that there, that's a weird team that could totally suddenly snap out of it and win their division and make a run. I mean, that's, there's a lot of talent there that hasn't come together this year for various reasons and injuries. Oh yeah. But I'm just, don't count them out. 
Um, I know they're on their like 17th running back. Um, okay. Maybe not. Maybe it's like their 14th, but it's, it's been bad there. Everyone who plays running back for, for Baltimore gets hurt. Um, and they're on a three game losing streak. They're, they're just going in the wrong direction. They are. Um, and it's, it's tough, but they still have a chance, but I just have a hard time counting them out. Um, given their history and the, the, just the sheer talent of guys like Jackson at quarterback. And I just think that they, they're in a position, they've got an easy, much easier schedule than Cincinnati does. And so having, seeing them jump Cincinnati and make the playoffs would not surprise me at all. And Denver and, and Cleveland um, and the Raiders, Pittsburgh, Miami, no. they, they all have chances to get in, but they need help. They, they need a lot of help. It's more than just needing help. The Raiders just are, they're a mess. They were good early on. They've been getting blown out the last couple of games. They're just not a good football team right now. Um, and they, and they have games against the Colts and chargers coming up as well yeah. as the Broncos. Yeah. So that's, and that's then a tough road. you know, Pittsburgh has their defense is good, but man, their offense is terrible. Uh, I just don't see them doing anything. And Cleveland's just an injury and COVID mess right now, which is too bad because they were a fun team. It was fun to kind of watch them. Um, they felt like they grew up last year and, really was looking forward to, to seeing them take that step, but it's just, it hasn't worked out and it hasn't, it's not like they've just fallen off. They've just been dealing with a ton. Well, of and they needed to, things. they needed, needed that win against the Raiders and, and losing 16 to 14 on the final play against the Raiders was possible. Oh, season, right. Yeah. There. That, that was just dumb. Um, and then Miami, you know, Miami seven and seven and they have been winning. Um, they've just been winning recently. They were really, really bad early on, but it seems that Tua maybe has the lights kind of come on for him. Um, and so we'll see them going forward. I don't expect them to make a run. Um, you know, they've, they've followed a seven game losing streak with a six game winning streak. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? And then now, now they've got a, a game against the saints, which would be interesting if they get by them. Yeah. yeah. Everything really interesting for, for Miami for sure. Yeah, so they've made the season interesting. Um, I don't know what to make of them. And we're this far into the year. We're 14 games into the year, and I don't know what to make of them. So we'll have to see. But I think that that um, they're worth watching. So let's go to the NFC. Yeah. Green Bay. 11-3. They're in. Clinched. Um, I, think they're, I think they're the best team in the NFL right now. I they're, do, too. That, that, de- that defense is really, really good. They're six and zero at Lambeau, and playoffs go through there. It's hard. It's hard to imagine another yep. team emerging from the NFC Championship game. Yep, and they've got a full, um, full game on everybody else as far as that spot. So, so let's talk about the other teams then. So, mm-hmm. just an afterthought for me, literally almost an afterthought this entire season is the Dallas Cowboys at ten and four. They're in the playoffs, um, but I just haven't. St- looked at them as being an elite team in the NFC. I've I've been looking at the Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, and then maybe Dallas. And now Dallas is sitting at the number two seed and looking ahead of everyone else. Dallas has the best overall point differential in the NFC. And their strength of victory is right there with everyone else. um, Better than a bunch of well better than the teams below them with the exception of Tampa Um, and their overall strength of schedule is the same as Green Bay and better than everyone below them 
with the exception of Tampa. So um, they've gotten there by beating good teams and beating them soundly. Um, They've also gotten there by having teams like the Giants uh, in their division, which can't hurt. Um, But they're there. They're a legit team. They they really are a legit team, and I think that got to give them credit for that and uh, give them – you know, the props for, for getting there where they are. I don't, I, I, I do think they're, but they've kind of been under the radar, which is weird for Dallas because they're usually overhyped um, extremely, but you know, they, they're playing good football. And they over have overtaken the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who lost mm-hmm. to the saints in a really crazy game, nine to yep. zero with no offense. No um, offense. So how do you explain the, the Buccaneers and at 10 and four, they're in the playoffs. Uh, oh, yeah. num- number three seed right now with games, gimme games left, Panthers, mm-hmm. Jets, Panthers. Uh, so they're likely to be possibly the second seed by the time it's all yeah. said and done. Yeah, that they're they should if they're not 13 and four, um, you know, with, with that number two seed, I'll, I'll be surprised uh, just because of their schedule so easy. And and, and with and that would put them at a, in a matchup against either the Vikings or the San Francisco 49ers at this point, which I think they would be favored. Easily. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be favored, and especially at home. Um, yeah. I mean, there, but there's there, a chance also the, the, the Cardinals, and we'll talk about all this, but the, that could fall. And then um, so yeah. that that first game, that, that conference game uh, is going to be interesting as well yeah. uh in the nfc much more i think more interesting than the afc playoffs tampa's a tampa's a good team um you know that that they've played good teams and they've beat good teams um they've lost a, a few four games but um they've never they haven't gotten really blown out they're none of the games that they've lost have been just like real true clunkers uh and I mean, they're the Super Bowl, the defending Super Bowl team, and then they brought everybody back. Um, so they, they did need... get some injuries this week, though. Mike Evans, they Chris did. Edwin, Godwin yeah. at the wide receiver, and Leonard Fournette's out now. Yeah, so they I mean that's a big chunk of their offense, but they're also really deep. Um, and so you know, we'll have to wait and see. You know how that plays as far as you know the injuries and and the other guys stepping up and how long people are out and everything, but. Um, that defense is also really good. So I, I just look at all of uh, them. Don't, don't sleep on them. I mean, I know that, that they're not, they're not the three seed and everyone wants to talk about Dallas because they're moving up and you know, the Rams in Arizona and that battle and, and all that, but Tampa's still got to be one of the favorites to come out of the NFC. Let's they talk about the NFC West teams, the Arizona yes. Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers, um, and San Francisco so 49ers. four, five and six seeds uh, in the NFC. I want to talk about the fall of the Arizona Cardinals and you want to talk about the rise of the Rams and the 49ers. So let's talk about the Cardinals first at 10 and yep. four. They're in the playoffs. They've got a, um, matchups against the Colts, Cowboys, and Seahawks, all of which potentially could cause them issues and, and trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. The Colts and the Cowboys, just by virtue of being talented, more talented teams, and the Seahawks in their own division know them well, and those games are always tight. Um, what do you make of the Cardinals? Well, uh, 
So last year the Cardinals started out hot. Didn't they start out like eight and zero, and then they fell off and and um, didn't even make the playoffs. Um, this year they started out hot, and they've really just fallen off a cliff recently. Um, they just got blown out by the um, Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, that game was awful. I watched that game, and and the Arizona Cardinals just did not show up mentally. Yeah, and 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 Murray just he's struggling um so that that's that it's really concerning for me that um that the direction that they're going and i i have to admit that there's a bias in with me because i don't like their coaching staff i don't like um uh kingsbury i don't think he's a, a quality nfl coach i think he's the team despite its record is still underperforming based on its talent um, and so I kind of am expecting them to lose and that's maybe not fair. Um, so I'm trying to like take that, my own mm-hmm. personal bias and, and put it aside, um, and really look at them. I am concerned with where their season's going, you know, the, the way that they've been losing, they've dropped from being easy. The one seed we're talking about them having the first round by wrapped up, you know, with a game or two to spare to now being the four seed. And having the same record as the division rival Rams, uh, a team that owns them in terms of head-to-head, um, McVay's yes. yes. team just has Shanahan's number, and they have a game coming up against them. They Arizona, I think at this point, is not the favorite in my eyes to win that division. I the only they're... thing separating the Rams and, and the Cardinals right now is the the winning percentage in the division. Mm-hmm. Is is the only tiebreaker separating those two right now? Yeah. Um, the one thing about the Rams, because the Rams have have ascended, and they just, you know, sorry, um, Rams fans, but they were just given a complete gift by the NFL with the way this COVID situation was handled, uh, and so they were able to get to um, to ten wins despite you know all of their their the COVID issues, um, but. They're a team that's that's improving. They had that they started out good. They had a rough stretch in the middle, and then they've kind of righted the ship, and now they're winning again. And yes, right. um, whereas the Arizona's starting to to to, to fade, um, the Rams are rising. And to me, they're like I said, the record's the same. Uh, they play against each other. The Rams are the favorite to win that division. So let's talk about the third place team in the NFC West. The San Francisco 49ers at eight and six uh, ESPN currently has them with an 83% chance to make the playoffs. Currently the mm-hmm. sixth seed um, right now, their first round projected matchup is with the Buccaneers. It's not going to be an easy road for them coming from this position to get through the playoff gauntlet at no, all. They won't, they won't, they're not good enough to, the, um, they are highly flawed on, on offense primarily. They're highly flawed on both sides of the ball. Um, and they're a team that has benefited by a strength of schedule. They've also upset a couple teams that were surprising, but um, you know, they've they might not even make the playoffs because they're they have two games remaining against really two tough opponents, Titans yeah. and Rams. Texans mm-hmm. thrown in the middle. Well, and I mean, this is a team that has gotten beat up on twice by a fairly well, they're not even mediocre. They're bad Seattle team, um, which gives you an idea. Their their quarterback situation is a mess. They it would have long term, I think, benefited this franchise if things had fallen apart 
and they were out of it and they were forced to play the rookie quarterback. Um, but because they haven't and they're in it, um, you know, they've just kind of stunted his development a little bit. Um, I agree with that. But short term, I mean, if they're, I believe they're going to get in. I mean, they're, they've got, they're going to get another win that will get them to nine wins. Um, and then you're looking at, well, what team's going to move up above them? Mm-hmm. Um, if they get to nine wins, is New Orleans going to move up and and make the playoffs? Is Philly going to move up? Philly, uh, Philly, yeah, Philly. I mean, we'll they play the Giants him. this week, so Philly could move up. You know, they're seven and seven now, but could be eight and seven, and really have an, an opportunity because the Vikings play the Rams and the Packers. They've got the Bears at the end at the last game. Anything can happen at that point. But mm-hmm. if Vikings lose the next two, Philly wins this this one coming up they swap spots yeah but they swap spots into the eighth spot are they going to overcome no are they going to overcome san francisco to get the sixth spot and if they do overcome if they do overcome san francisco to get the sixth spot who else overcomes them to take the seventh spot and knock san francisco down well new or i think new orleans and vikings are sitting right there obviously philadelphia One of Washington those... is not going to be good enough, and so I think it's it's no. it's the Saints or the Eagles, Vikings, 49ers. One of those teams is in, so yeah. you're out. So and yeah, I you've think got... that that the path to me, the easiest path possibly, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I would I would give you that that they between Minnesota, Philly, and New Orleans. I think one of those three make the playoffs, and um. Philly's got the easier path. I don't think they're the best team in that Correct. group. I think the best team overall is New Orleans, but they're also at ninth. They're the last team in that group. Um, but now they just, their offense without Jameis has been bad. Um, Taysom Hill can do some things, but I don't know. Minnesota's maybe the better team, but they keep losing to, to teams they shouldn't. And it's mm-hmm. a really rough road to try and get to nine yeah. wins. And yes. I don't know if they're going to get there. Right. Um, and you look, combine that fact that San Francisco's got a game on all three of those. And, get, and you, games against the Titans and Texans that could possibly be winnable for San Francisco, depending on the matchups. Yeah. And then that, but that Rams game at the end, depending on what the Rams do to wrap up the, the division with Arizona and um, the Rams may need that game at the end. That could be tough. Yeah. Or, or the other thing is if Arizona continues to fall apart and the Rams win too straight, they, um, you think, Oh, well, maybe, right. they'll, they'll, maybe they'll rest people or maybe they'll play everyone and go for the win because the number yeah. one overall seed becomes in play at that point. Yeah. So, and, and then um, if Arizona's going down into the sixth and seventh seed, um and and san francisco's coming up for whatever reason or the vikings or whatever playoffs could get interesting because if if you're matching up arizona at the end against a number two seed in um you know the rams or or dallas or tampa tampa bay i mean wow those first round matchups could be could be a little little entertaining yeah, because I mean Arizona has the talent. They have the talent. They have the they talent do. to be, you know, the number one overall seed, which is where a couple of weeks ago we they were, and we expected them to stay. Um, and then Kyler they Murray fall. was a legit candidate to be Player of the Year. Yeah, he was. He was um, MVP. 
he was probably a league MVP, although he missed some time, so his stats were going to be lower. Correct. Um, and the team won without him, which of course never helps your MVP um, status. But yeah, the last couple of games have been bad, and and they they've fallen. But they're still they're still the talented team. Yes. Um, I don't think they can drop into the six or seven seed. Just looking at tiebreakers, um, because right if the Rams overtake them, Arizona would drop to five, and I think that's as low as they could go unless they lose out all three of their games and dropped a 10 and seven um which is possible is all i'm saying because colts uh, cowboys seahawks obviously seahawks are the worst of those teams right there but nonetheless and the seahawks always they're in, play them in, divi- in division and with russell wilson and nothing to lose it's it's a, it's a fun game for them down in mm-hmm. arizona and um if the cardinals aren't on guard that that game could go sideways the entire season could be over not yeah. not over over they're in the playoffs but yep. it's starting out so hot and ending up at 10 and 7 you know losing six out of the last seven games or whatever would be tra- a travesty for that mm-hmm. team or even um ending up at 11 and 6 and losing uh five of your last seven games yes right? of course ha- that's that's not significantly different than what happened last year when they started out that's right. Know, and then missed the playoffs. Yeah, talk about backing in. Um, and it happens two years in a row. Yes. What is it? What? Well, it strengthens you got, your argument for sure. You, <laughs> we'll you got We'll talk about that more. You got You got to ask yourself why. Why would a team that's talented enough to get off to these hot starts and look amazing doing it suddenly crash and burn in the second half of the year? Um, last year they said, and it's not okay, your quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the, the argument was that, you know, Murray got hurt and when he came back from the injury, he didn't have the mobility and that's what makes him special. Um, and so there's a lot of blame on that, but go look at this Detroit game. Uh, yeah. That's not there. There's, there's a lot of problems there. Um, and I think that, I think that that's a team that needs to look at their future and go, this is our, their window to win right now. Yeah. Well, if they make, they're, they're in the playoffs and they're going to be in it and they could be competitive and win a game. Their coaching staff's not going anywhere next year. <sighs> and I, if I'm an Arizona fan, I would think I would be disappointed in that because this is, a, this is a team that with the right coaching staff is currently, um, you know, at least 12 and two, they're the number one overall seed. They get the first round by they're the super bowl favorite, uh, to kind you know, at least the NFC, the favorite to come out of the NFC as, uh, into the super bowl. And are any of those things true? And I don't think any of those things are true now. Um, they're not, the, they're going to be an overall seed. They're not anywhere near the, I mean, you're looking at green Bay, Dallas, Tampa, um, and maybe the Rams. Like those are the teams that, that, that are going to be home teams in the first, you know, two rounds, um, not Arizona. And they should be. And to me, that's, you gotta, you gotta ask, you gotta ask the t- tough questions because they're good enough to be there. So we're going to get out of here. Um, yep. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy new years, all that good stuff. If you don't get us, uh, get back to us, uh, by the end of the year, we've got this show. We're going to doing a, uh, a draft oriented show. Uh, also this week um, with regards to offensive tackles 
And that is in conjunction with our relationship um, with the NFL Mock Draft Database website. Uh, so we're very thankful for those folks as well. And um, yeah, let's get out of here. Let's Follow Keith here. on Twitter at Myers NFL. I'm at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. You can find us at um, profootballplaybook.co is our website. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. We're out there now on Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, all of the all of the apps. And you can find us on our own YouTube channel. So until next time, take care, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.